Warning, this episode contains foul language and is all about Halloween! And there are some spoilers. for all things strange, unusual, paranormal, supernatural, sticky, gross, scary, and everything in between. Each week, we sit down with one of our friends, and we talk about something weird. This week is quite possibly the most important episode of Keep It Weird Mm -hmm. so far. That is no exaggeration. My name is Lauren, and this is my co-host, Ashley. Hi, weirdos! And welcome to our Halloween episode! Uh, we're very excited. <laughs> Could have gone on and on. I just took my shoes off, though. My feet stink, and I just... Oh, I was like, sorry. where are you putting your head right now? Yes, <laughs> feet. I mean, mine probably do, too. But. I had to smell them. I've been at work all day, and I just... I was like, I really want to put my feet up, but I don't want to get oh, my yeah. shoes on the couch, no. and then I smell my feet, and I was like, oh, no. What a nightmare. But it's too late. It's We've fine. gone too far. We're in the world. <laughs> we're here now. We've made it. Um, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> This is what we live for. This is what we live for. I'm so excited. This is technically, Halloween's a long way away for us right now, but you guys are listening. Halloween's in like four days, right? That's true. Yeah, because it's on a Tuesday and this is coming out on a Friday. Oh my gosh, you guys are so so close close to it. Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. And because this is a Friday, you're probably doing fun stuff this weekend. Oh shit, you're probably doing the most fun stuff this weekend. Halloween's on a Tuesday, so everybody's going to be out Friday and Saturday. So when this is released, future me is going to be packing to go to Illinois, and I hate packing. Packing truly sucks. Today sucks for me uh, in the future. But at least you know that you're packing for like the most fun thing. Oh, so you yeah. get to go to a dear friend's wedding. Halloween wedding. And you get to dress up for it because it's Halloween. Because <laughs> it's a costume <laughs> And it. I get to be in Illinois where the leaves are actually changed. So that's awesome. You're going to see a little bit of it's fall. It's 95 in LA. It's awful. I even bet in the future when this episode airs, it's probably still 95. Because I, I, I looked I'm at so the 10-day forecast and it wasn't looking like it was going to cool down anytime soon. What is going on? I have jackets and sweaters and Halloween scarves that need to be worn. And LA isn't allowing it. No, not at all. Really? But even last year, I remember remember Halloween night, we were wearing, like, the suits because we were Gil and George. Mm -hmm. Gil Faison and George St. Geekland. And we were sweating. I mean, sweating. It was like, this is fucking miserable. It's October. It's true. I mean, that was me and Alex two years ago when we were the Wet Bandits and we had to wear coats, hats, gloves, just like they do in the movie. And we were drenched, but we were so committed to the costume that we were like, well, here we are in a sweat box. We should have a second Halloween in December. I'm fine with that. When it's cooled down, just like our we'll friends. just go out dressed up and not don't explain it to anyone. No. Just like, what? It's Happy December. It's fine. Here we <laughs> Merry are. Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> this is what we do. What do you do? Uh, for what are Christmas? your traditions, um, weirdo? 
Hi guys. Hey. Hello. We don't have a guest on today. We don't. don't it's just us. That. Oh yeah, it's just hey, us. Hey, it's just us. It's a special time, mm-hmm. and we just wanted to spend it with special friends, each other, <laughs> each other, <laughs> <laughs> to talk about just the most wonderful <laughs> time of the year. I always sing that during Halloween. It's I do so too. Weird. And then, but then I don't I get sing it during other Christmas. Christmas songs stuck in my head. Same, and it and doesn't really like, fit. It's like, wait, I don't want to sing about decorating the tree. I want to go back to it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I get really, 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 really angry when I go to, like, craft stores, when I go to, like, Michael's, and I'm looking at the Halloween decorations, and there's one aisle of Halloween decorations and three aisles of Christmas decorations, and it's October. I know. It's so unfair. Just do, like, half of an aisle Christmas when it's in October. I get you want to start getting the stuff out. But just give it a small little area till yeah. at least November. No one's shopping for that minute. shit. Is anyone shopping for that? I mean, probably, because there are, yeah, crazy are crazy Christmas. <laughs> like, as as obsessed as we are with Halloween, there are people who I feel like are almost ten times more than us with Christmas. Like, it's all they can talk about. Man, uh, Christmas has just never really done it for me. I mean, I do love Christmas, especially, like, Christmas Eve yeah. and Christmas Day are so magical. They are. I was just going to say it's, like, the magical thing yeah. that I like. But I don't necessarily celebrate all of December. Oh, I don't no. have the whole I'm month I'm miserable long. during December. Right. So you can't go anywhere. Because yeah. everywhere you go is, like, people shopping for it's Christmas. Packed and it's and crazy. And, and you're thinking about how poor you are because you have to shop can't for people. Can't afford gifts. <laughs> I'm always stressed out because I wait to the last minute and I always Same. make my presents. So right. I wait to the last minute and then I'm, like, scrambling to make everything for people. And it's, like, just give me another Halloween. <laughs> Do Halloween part two, please. I'm so tired. I know. And so poor. Hi, <laughs> it's guys. It's true. Hey, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Welcome Keep It to Weird. Keep It Weird, our Halloween episode. We. Yeah. Um, so this episode is going to be a little helter-skelter. We just wanted to do an episode of all things Halloween. So we're going to go over the history of Halloween, where we've got all of our current traditions from. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about Dia de los Muertos. We're going to share with you some really spooky Halloween stories. Oh, yes. Uh, some Halloween urban legends. And we're going to share with you some of our favorite Halloween things. It's just Halloween. Yeah. It's just Halloween-y. All Halloween, all ah! the time. Ah! I just love it. I'm just very excited. Excuse me. Um, <laughs> so we'll just hop right into it. So the history of Halloween. What are you doing with that can? I'm holding it normally, <laughs> but it keeps popping. It hates me so much. LaCroix Problems. LaCroix Problems. That should have been the actual name of our podcast. LaCroix Problems? LaCroix Problems. Or like LaCroix Burps. LaCroix Gas. (laughs) Yeah, LaCroix Gas. If we ever come up with a new podcast, it's going to be called LaCroix Gas. (laughs) LaCroix Gas. If Keep It Weird goes down the pooper, just keep an eye out for LaCroix (laughs) Gas. LaCroix Gas is coming at you. Uh, So Halloween. Halloween was not invented by the candy companies, as Max Dennison from Hocus Pocus so wrongly claimed. I know. As as you were saying that, I was like, like Max said in my head, and then you, of course, <laughs> went with that. Man, that scene is brutal, because she just, like, tells him, him off, and then he, like, really weirdly, awkwardly gives her his number in front Standing of Standing in front everyone. of the entire class. How Mortifying. That's horrible. The balls on Max. Um, it's because he's so LA. It's like, because he's, he's a so virgin. Yeah. 
They are really, They're really, so really obsessed dumb. with the fact that he's a virgin in that movie. They, they bring that up all the time. So many and times. And it's so funny because, like, they say it a lot, which, A, it's like a Disney movie, so everyone relax. But also, he's, I mean, he's in high school. I'm not saying people don't have sex in high school. Lots of people do. But it's also, like... It's, it's okay. not that crazy. He's like 15. I like, know. give him a second. Well, that's the same with the, what's her name? The girl? Yeah, I can't oh, remember shit. her name. I know. It's not Sarah, because that's Sarah Sanderson. Oh. So what is her name? This is the story of our life. I just watched it, <laughs> I just too, watched it, too. I, you I went to the El Capitan and got to watch it. Right. Oh, and they had their, um, they had all the original costumes from the movie. I told there. you you were going to yeah, love it. it. Awesome. I told you before you went, I was like, there's like a show and they have props. And you were like, what is this life? I have to look it up because I'm so upset. <laughs> well, anyway, she, when they're like, uh, let's light the sucker, you know, and get this party started. And she's right. like, I can't. And it's like, oh, that bitch had sex. <laughs> I mean, she is a hottie. She is super hot. Um, beep boop bop, beep boop bop boop. No, Allison. Allison. I should have known that because he's making kiss out me, with the pillow. <laughs> kiss me, I'm Allison. Oh my gosh, yeah. I love Thor Birch in that moment. <laughs> okay, yep. Um, hi guys, welcome to Keep It Weird <laughs> Halloween episode. Halloween's not even really getting a reason Halloween. Actually had its origins in an ancient pre-Christian Celtic festival of the dead. So, the Celtic people, who were once found all over Europe, divided the year by four major holidays, similar to our four seasons. According to their calendar, the year began basically on what we know as November 1st, which was the beginning of winter. Mm -hmm. This date marked both an ending and a beginning... Beginning. An ending and a beginning. Oh, that, an ending, that should be what the word is. It sounds like better. And a beginning to an eternal cycle. It was a very holy day for the mm-hmm. Celtic people. So at this time, what we now know as October 31st and its surrounding days was known as Samhain. This, it, it was the biggest and the most significant holiday of the Celtic year. They believed that at the time of Samhain, the ghosts of the dead were able to mingle with the living because at Samhain, those who had died during the year traveled into the other world. Okay. So it was almost like they were trapped in like a limbo or in a dimension right. until Samhain, and then they were able to pass on to the next okay. place. So... But everybody could mingle on this one day. Yeah. All right. It was when like the veil between the two dimensions if you will right or worlds was at its thinnest okay so you were able to communicate see with them communicate with them etc gotcha. <clears throat> so people at this time gathered to sacrifice animals fruits and vegetables they lit bonfires in honor of the dead and the bonfires were actually to aid them on their journey mm. and to keep them away from the living because even though they were you know um celebrated, these spirits were celebrated, they were still feared by quite a few people. That makes sense. And this is fun. I didn't know this. In Ireland, they still celebrate Halloween by lighting bonfires and having fireworks displays, and that's where that came from. Yeah. That's so fun. So Samhain became the Halloween that we know and celebrate today when Christian missionaries attempted to change the religious practices of the Celtic people. Because if anyone is right, it's the Christians, damn it. Of (laughs) course. Always. The Christians branded the celebration as devil worship because uh, Christians and went about trying to wipe out pagan holidays. And unfortunately, they succeeded in changing the special honorings of the dead. But... 
Pope Gregory I actually managed to change things around a bit, though, kind of. He issued an edict to his missionaries concerning the native people's customs and beliefs of the people he hoped to convert, Rather than try to wipe them out, destroy, or obliterate their customs and beliefs, the Pope instructed his missionaries to use them. So if a group of people worshipped a tree, for example, rather than cut it down, he told them to consecrate it to Christ and allow its continued worship. Okay. Which is one of the only reasons we still have a lot of traditions from the pagan religions and they weren't wiped from history completely. completely. So that's okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, and this is actually also why Christmas is celebrated on December 25th, because it coincides with the midwinter celebration of so many people, and it's not actually Jesus' birthday, right. which was in January, yeah. which I never knew. I never understood why it was like, well, he was actually, it was more like January 15th. It's like, so why isn't Christmas on I know. In I January? remember asking my mom that all throughout childhood, like, why is Christmas in December? What? That's why. All right. I um, like it. Never knew. Celtics continued to believe in supernatural occurrences and creatures, even though the church attempted to define them as evil and dangerous. Devout followers of the old religion went into hiding and were branded as witches. Mm. So All Saints Day was a Christian feasting holiday, much like our Thanksgiving, and was assigned to November 1st. It honored every Christian saint, especially those that didn't already have a whole day dedicated to them. The feast day was meant to be a substitute of Samhain, but it didn't happen. So the church tried to change their Samhain traditions into an All Souls Day, which was a day of praying for the souls of all the dead. But Halloween was too strong. Woo! (laughs) And it didn't work out either. So (laughs) All Saints Day, known as All Hallows, hollow meaning sanctified or holy, continued the ancient Celtic traditions. The evening prior to the day was the time of the most intense activity, human and supernatural. People continued to celebrate All Hallows' Eve as a time of the wandering dead with one little difference. The supernatural beings were now thought to be evil because mm. Christians. Because as opposed Christians to again. before when it Hashtag was like a beautiful Christians thing. for this episode. Yeah. So people continued to celebrate these spirits and their masked impersonators by setting out gifts of food and drink. All Hallows' Eve became Hallow Evening, which eventually became Halloween. Halloween. (laughs) Mesh everything together. Yes, and obviously in Mexico and Latin America, All Saints' Day is referred to as Dia de los Muertos, Mm -hmm. which translates to Day of the Dead, which you're going to talk about very soon. Yeah. So trick-or-treating obviously came from Kel- the Celtic tradition of leaving out food and drink for all of the creatures they believed roam the night on All Hallows' Eve, ghosts, fairies, witches, and demons. As the centuries wore on, people began dressing like those creatures and pretending to be them in exchange for food and drink. And in England, actually, they began giving out cakes for the wandering souls, and people started saying uh, that people went a solen for these soul cakes, <laughs> which eventually a solen became trick or treating, mm-hmm. and the cakes became sweets and candy. Little candies, I wonderful. Halloween became a time of magic and a day of divination, where not only did the dead walk the earth, but also you could witness other supernatural occurrences. Games and traditions like Bloody Mary and seances, group seances, began. We also take fun traditions like bobbing for apples and carving vegetables, pumpkins, from the original Celtic tradition of Halloween. Ah, I like it. 
So, so many traditions have carried on, which is great to hear. Yeah, because it could have been wiped out forever. Seriously. Oh my gosh, can you imagine if we didn't have this No, I holiday? would make it up. Like, what? <laughs> I would be would the one to start it. it. I feel like I'm trying to imagine us liking the scary things we like in a world without Halloween. I feel like we'd need an outlet. So it would just be all year long. We'd be like scaring the (laughs) shit out of people. So we wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, it wouldn't be a good world. Halloween's also just very magical because, you know, it starts the holiday season. Mm -hmm. It kicks everything off. Yeah, it really does. Halloween, I always feel like I start spending more time with friends and family Mm -hmm. And which leads into Thanksgiving, which right. leads into Christmas. It really is sort of not year. just a, my favorite holiday of all time. It also kind of feels like, oh, the next three months are going to be great and this is what's starting it. That's I completely agree because October, November, and December are all just collectively such magical months mm. where it's like you're traveling home to see family. You're eating delicious food yes. and getting real fat for three months, but it's like... The happiest fat you've ever been because yeah. the food is just so good. And yeah, and then the new year starts and everyone gets to start fresh and make their resolutions. But it's like Halloween gets everybody in gear to uh-huh. just enjoy the It's magic. the beginning. Have you, you know, ever kept it. a new year's resolution? No. Just while we're at Okay. I don't cool. think Me so. Neither. I've never like officially made one. I've never been like, this. these are my new year's resolutions. Right. ABC. I've never done that. But every year I'm kind of like, you know what? This year I'm going to do this. This year I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And then the list gets lost probably. Or yeah. I just stop I step it. on the list or it goes in the toilet. And or I, I accidentally <laughs> crumple it up and throw it in the trash. <laughs> on purpose. Maybe. On accident. On accident. I, yeah, I feel like anytime I've made a resolution, it's the cliche basic bitch. I'm going to get into shape. And yes. then it lasts for like Always. maybe it's two like months. This the year longest, and is then the I'm year that I'm going to stop pigging out. Yep. I was like, hey, Lauren, don't go to fast food. And then I'm like, oh, God, I see the golden arches and back in. You also live 20 feet from an In-N-Out, which is not fair. I know, which is hilarious because I rarely eat there. Like, my fast food go-tos are like Panda Express and McDonald's, which I have to get in my car and drive to. Oh, my God. But I could walk 10 feet to the In-N-Out that I live next door to, but I eat there maybe like four times a year. That's insane. Why? I think because I smell it so much and the Mm -hmm. smell gets really overwhelming sometimes. But anyway, so resolutions. Yeah. Anyways, resolutions. Hi, guys. Welcome to Keep It Weird. Uh, so should I talk about a little yes, Dia please. de los Muertos or Day of the Dead for those of you who don't speak Spanish? Just kidding. You should Just know kidding. What that Everyone means. knows what that means. Um, so Day of the Dead or Dia de los Muertos is a holiday celebrated in central and southern Mexico during the days of November 1st and 2nd, which I actually didn't know. I thought it was just November 1st, but it extends into the 2nd. Um, but on the second, it's a little different. They kind of like wind things down and chill out. But on the first, it's a huge celebration. It's so cool. Um, it coincides with the Catholic holiday called All Souls Day or All Saints Day, as Ashley mentioned. But the people of Mexico have taken that and combined it with some of their own agent beliefs of honoring their deceased and loved ones with like a big party and with festivals and colors, which is kind of how this really cool holiday came about. So Italy, Spain, Central and South America, and the Philippines all celebrate All Saints Day, but only Central and Southern Mexico really celebrate Dia de los Muertos, and they are the originators, even though it's extended into, like, the U.S. and everywhere. Like, we all love doing the sugar skulls and going crazy, but they, they took that. 
So they believe that the gates of heaven are opened at midnight on October 31st, and the spirits of all the deceased children, which they call angelitos, are allowed to reunite with their families for 24 hours. And then on November 2nd, the spirits of the adults come down to enjoy the festivities that are prepared for them, which usually ends up being like a shot, which I thought was hilarious. They'll set out like tequila and like some food for the adults. And then for the kids, it's like toys and candies and cakes. So in most villages, beautiful altars, ofrendas in Spanish, are made in each home. They're decorated with candles, buckets of flowers, and they're always like the brightest flowers you've ever seen in your life. Mounds of fruit, peanuts, plates of turkey, turkey. Turkey! It was because I was saying mole next. Turkey, mole. (laughs) Stacks of tortillas and a big day of the dead breads called pan de muerto. And the altar will have bottles of soda, hot cocoa, and water for the weary spirits that visit. Uh, Toys and candies are left for the angelitos. And on November 2nd, as I mentioned, cigarettes and shots of tequila are offered to the adults, which I think is hilarious. Um, And then they usually have little folk art skeletons and sugar skulls. That are sold, like, everywhere during the month of October in open-air markets. You can get, like, handmade, very cool little sugar skulls pretty much anywhere you turn in Mexico during that season. And the sugar skulls are always the final touch on the altar to welcome everyone in. And to talk about sugar skulls, since that's sort of the biggest part of the tradition and sort of what everyone takes from it and paints their faces and goes crazy. uh, Back in the day, Mexico was super abundant in sugar production, but they were too poor to buy fancy imported imported decorations for their altars. So they were like, well, we have sugar. Let's use what we got. So they learned very quickly how to make sugar art for any religious festival. They would have um, clay-molded sugar figures of angels, sheep, anything that they could find, which was very popular in, like, the 18th century. But then they started to make skulls to represent departed souls that were coming back to visit them. And each skull would have the name of the deceased written on the forehead, which I had never seen the name written before, and maybe it's kind of died out, and they don't do that. But it used to have the name written, and they would either be on the altar or the gravestone to honor the return of the spirit. The sugar skull art reflects the folk art style of very happy skulls, like they're all usually smiling and look really excited, and they use colorful icing and sparkly tin and glittery adornments to just be as attractive and fun as possible. They're made in very small batches, so there used to be these artisans that would spend so much time um, making them, but they could only do them in small batches, so now they're made, like, crazy and mass-produced because they're shipped all over the world. Like I said, other cultures have taken on this holiday for themselves, so now they're just mass-produced everywhere, which kind of makes me sad because it's cute to think there were these little artisans creating these homemade sugar and I guarantee they care. still do yes, and 100%. can sell them for a lot of money. The reason I knew about the names on the forehead was because of the Halloween tree with Ray Bra- by Ray Bradbury. Oh, your favorite my book. favorite book that I read every year and the Halloween tree Pipkin. which by the right, way, Pipkin, my future child's name. Yes. By the way, if you ever get a chance to read a Halloween book, you should read The Halloween Tree. There's also a an old cartoon network movie the halloween tree that is narrated by ray bradbury himself and clavicus moundshroud is played by oh my god who's he played by what's spock's name like the spock of today no oh the old i have no idea i mean like i <laughs> know spock it but it won't today. well like you know because it's that one guy who's on american Horror you Star. don't even know his name i know but his name would come to me quicker than it's leonard one. nimoy yes my goodness so nimoy. how could you leonard forget? nimoy plays clavicus mount shroud and essentially what happens is 
um, these five friends, uh, five or six, I can't remember, six friends, I think, in the book, and there's less in the movie. I think there's only, like, four in the movie, but they, um, they're going trick-or-treating on Halloween night, and the, the best boy in the entire world, Pipkin, uh, their best friend, he's, like, the greatest boy who ever lived, doesn't show up for trick-or-treating. When they go to his house, they find out that Pipkin was taken to the hospital. Pipkin is dying. But they see Pipkin in the street. And they follow him. But it's Pipkin's soul. And he leads them to this old mansion with this huge tree full of jack-o'-lanterns, like burning jack-o'-lanterns. And Pipkin's climbing this tree, and there's a jack-o'-lantern that looks like his. And all these jack-o'-lanterns are souls of people. And if the lights go out, they die. So, well, Clavicus Mountshroud, Pipkin ends up running off with his pumpkin, and Clavicus, Clavicus Mountshroud goes to the kids and asks them, you know, you know, why are you dressed like a mummy? Why are you dressed like a skeleton? Why are you dressed like a gargoyle? Why are you dressed as a witch? Mm-hmm. And they're all like, I don't know. And he's like, well, let's go find this pumpkin and figure it out. And he basically takes them through all the ancient Halloween traditions. He takes the skeleton. The skeleton comes from Mexico, Dia right. de los Muertos, for sense. example. And when they get there, he... Uh, Clavicus Mountshroud in each of the scenarios kind of shows up as a different character and he shows up with his, as this like artisan selling the sugar skulls uh-huh. and he's like grab the one with your name and okay. then they all have their names on the Written forehead on that's them. the only reason nice. I knew yeah I love that that book is the reason you knew it's wonderful I mean yes. you talk about it every I talk year. about it all the time I mean not yeah it's not even just around Halloween time you, I knew his name was Pipkin which is not a thing I should know <laughs> like, unless I'm a good friend of Ashley Joe Ashley. Pipkin anyways um yeah I mean I'm kind of winding down those are the main traditions the sugar skull is the biggest thing but I think it's very cool that it's crossed over even into the U.S. because I've been to a Dia de los Muertos party and it was so fun it was a couple years ago um, a bunch of friends and I got dressed up and did our Halloween festivities on October 31st because I think it had fallen on a weekend and we actually were able to go out and celebrate on Halloween. And then the next day, my friend had a house party that was Dia de los Muertos. And it was cool to have the two back to back because for Halloween, we were kind of just like being silly and had the fake blood and we're just like running around. And then the party on November 1st was very like classy mm-hmm. and everything was decorated with skeletons and sugar skulls and flowers And it had a creepiness to it, and there were candles lit, and there were some altars set up, but it was very classy, and everyone, there was a makeup artist there that my friend knew, and she offered her services for free. She painted sugar, like, sugar skull face on everybody, so everybody had their own, like, fun little design, and then the girls could wear flower crowns, and the guys could put flowers on their shirts, and it was just, like, such a fun little thing. That is really cool. So I really liked it. When I used to live in Hollywood, I lived right across the street from, I mean, I could look into Hollywood Forever Cemetery from, like, my balcony. Oh, they have a huge They thing. have a huge Dia de los Muertos celebration on November 1st, and uh, I wish I'd known about it then. I know, right? I've known about it since, and I've never gone, so really, what would I have done? But I remember the day after Halloween, like, sitting in my apartment and hearing, like, drums and this music and, like, mm-hmm. looking outside and seeing all these people in the streets dressed, like, in like beautiful dresses and suits yeah like they were it so was truly very, honoring yeah, the deceased yeah it's a yeah. it's an it's more of a yeah an honoring of the deceased like right. no one would show up to a dia de los muertos celebration with like their throat slit exactly and that's why i'm saying i liked doing both back yeah. to back because the night before we were all bloody and crazy and the next day we all wore dresses yeah. and then had our skull faces on and like I'll have to dig up some of those pictures. It was just so funny to see people basically dressed in, like, prom dresses, but then a skull on their face and a flower crown. It was 
Very, very cool. And in high school, I had the coolest Spanish teacher because I was in like the advanced Spanish class. No Ooh, big deal. What, what? And so How she. How much of it do you know still? Like none. none. So it didn't cool, even cool, matter. Cool. I was great in <laughs> high school and like the year after and then it all left. But what I liked about being in the advanced class is my teacher, Senora Fail, just took it so seriously. So we would always celebrate Dia de los Muertos and she'd bring in the pan de muerto. We would all eat the bread and then it would just be sugar skulls, dessert, like we'd all have to bring in desserts and it was like just this whole buffet of eating sweets. There was always a chocolate fountain and there'd be like flowers all over the room. And I always just appreciated that she introduced that tradition to us because I went to an all white high school, like lived in a farm town, like no one knows anything about any other culture. So I loved that she brought that in because the regular Spanish classes like didn't do any of that. And I don't think any of them learned Spanish. Like any of my friends (laughs) who were in the normal class were like, I can say hola. And I just liked that we not only learned the language, but she would always bring in the traditions and be like, hey, we do this because of this. And I just thought that was cool. That is really cool. I I wish I had taken Spanish. Here's the thing. I took Spanish. I was in the advanced Spanish as well. Like Mm -hmm. my Spanish four or whatever was like the college level Spanish. And it was great. And I learned a lot. And then I didn't use it for three years. I know. Because I'm in Southern Illinois. Right. If I had learned it, immediately came to LA, I would be able to, probably not fluently, but pretty accurately speak Spanish. Now I can understand Spanish. So if someone is asking me a question or telling me something in Spanish, I can understand what they're saying, but I can't formulate an answer. I completely agree. Which is a nightmare. And then I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going to try and piece together a sentence for you, but I know I sound like an idiot. Yeah, it just sounds stupid. No, I lucked out because I finished high school and then I went to one year at ISU and I took Spanish at ISU as well. And what's funny is it was kind of the same as my senior year because it was the same thing. It was advanced, so we kind of already had dipped into college level, but I loved it because it was keeping me knowing it. And I felt like I was still like very fresh learning it. And then I moved out to LA immediately after that and got a job at Macy's in Pasadena. And we had a ton of Hispanic customers. And so I got to use it a little bit at Macy's. Granted, it was like, quiere una tarjeta de credito? Like, do you want to open a credit card? Yeah. And so like, it was like sometimes silly things, but I was able to like point people in the right direction and do basic things. And I was so proud of that. But then I left that job and started working at Radio Disney and, like, did background work and just, like, never yeah, really used never it again. Use it. If now, you don't use it, it's gone. Yeah, it's out. Which, like you said, in L.A., you'd think I'd use it a lot more. But if you're in an occupation where you're not facing it, it just it totally left me. And now I can only form, like, very basic What sentences. a bummer. I know. I know. I'm in the same boat. Anyways, Dia de los Muertos. So, yeah. That's the tradition. <laughs> it's super fun and classy and lovely. I love it. I want to celebrate... More. I know, me too. I only went if to that only party to have an extra day of Halloween. I know, it's like, we're also just extending our favorite holiday <laughs> and we can paint some skulls on it. <laughs> that would be super fun. We should we should do something. Will you be back? No. Yeah. I'll be in Illinois for Dia de los Muertos. We'll but do something in Illinois and yeah. I'll do something out here and we we'll can talk do to something each other Halloween y when I get back, though. I know, I we'll think just we extend have to. It. Like, there's no way we can't do something together after I know. All of this. So speaking we'll do a of post celebration, speaking of doing things together, one of my favorite Halloween memories. I think we have the same one, but go ahead. What was the same year? We, okay, so in one year, we, did we do three costumes together or just two? Just two because one night I didn't go out with you guys. Oh, that's I was right. I was so mad. At I you. know. And um, that's when you were a zombie. We went as the Beastie Boys. It uh-huh. was uh, Lauren and I and our friend um, Allie. Allie. 
we went as the Beastie Boys. Um, and that night was fun because I got hammered and I kicked that guy in the face. You did. Which, here's the thing. <laughs> here's what happened. I, I can tell you exactly what happened. We went to a bowling alley. A guy that worked at the bowling alley bought us a pitcher of beer. Mm-hmm. Allie didn't want to drink the beer mm-hmm. because she wanted a cocktail. And I don't know if you were in the same boat, but I do remember feeling bad that this guy bought us this pitcher of beer. He was a friend. It wasn't a stranger. If it was yeah. a stranger, I'd be like, fuck you, but it was yeah. a friend. So I drank the whole pitcher of beer, pretty much. It's I drank normal. the entire it's pitcher chill. of beer. <laughs> then we walked to another bar, drank some more, and we're dancing. And we're at this bar, and there were these guys there. No one's really dressed up, because it was, wasn't it like the day before Halloween, or like I think it was, the weekend before Halloween? I think Halloween? it was two days before Halloween, because on actual we Halloween, sure, we went to the party yeah. as our second costume, which we'll reveal in a second. So we this thought two for days sure people would be out. People would be out dressed up, and they were no not. one was. So we just, but the thing is, we're dressed like Beastie Boys, so it kind of just looked like we had weird stuff. Right, it was more like, oh, these girls oh, are trying to be like are, super gangsta. Yeah, what's happening? <laughs> So these guys were there in soccer player jerseys. What are those called? Soccer jerseys? Jerseys? Yeah, that's I don't a know. thing, right? I have no uniform. idea. Soccer uniform? <laughs> I don't know. And I don't know if that was supposed to be a costume or if they're just dudes. But anyways, we're dancing. It's just the, the girls dancing. Some lady time. We didn't want others dancing with us. And these guys kept coming into our little dance circle. In our zone. And dancing with us. And this one guy kept dancing on me. And I was like, excuse me, I do not want you to dance on me. Thank you very much. We would continue dancing. He kept moving in. Excuse me, I don't want you to dance with me. Thank you very much. Et cetera, et cetera. This went on for a very long time. When we left the bar to go back to home, I think we were leaving. And he followed us with his friend. And they followed us all the way to, like, the stoplight. And the stoplight was was it green? Yes. So I, I should so. not have crossed the street. It was very dangerous of me to do so. But like I said, I was drunk. And this guy would not stop talking to me, asked me for my number, etc., etc. I whipped myself around. I don't even know why I did this. I flung my foot in the air and I kicked him in the side of the head. Mm-hmm. And then I ran into Hollywood traffic across the street. <laughs> it was like across the street and like looked back and everyone's like, what are you doing? What is happening? And this guy had, like immediately, like luckily, didn't you know come after me because I assaulted him. He like went back to the bar. He was drunk too. Yeah, I think and everyone waited like, for whatever. the light to change and then came. And then we continued being these two boys. But I was like, was great. I remember the next day being like, did I kick a guy in the face? And he was like, yep, he yeah, sure you did. did. And it was a special evening. <laughs> The best part was the entire night we were pretending that a camera was down below us. Yeah, as like in a typical fish like fisheye yeah, camera. A fisheye camera in typical Beastie Boy music videos where they're looking down at the fisheye and like rapping and walking. There was no camera. No, but there we wasn't. pretended all night that there all was and there rapped was. to the sidewalk. Yeah. And it never got old. It yeah. I did to people We were like us. walking down the street like here I go again, nothing more, nothing lesser. Back on the mic is the antidepressor. It was so fun. Like sideways hats, like boxers sticking up out of our yep. pants. We had beastie boys, like little signs on our backs. Yeah. Oh my God. That was such a fun costume. It was so, and it was so comfortable. It was so it comfortable. Was, like saggy jeans. And we were like in character all night. Tennis shoes. Yeah. Like we never dropped character. There's so many pictures of us just making the most absurd faces. Yeah, it, was, it's, it was wonderful. So it was so fun. And then two days later on actual Halloween, we were the Sanderson sisters yes, we were. with our friend Robin. With Robin. Yeah. And that was a blast. And the oh pictures gosh, from that night make me laugh so, so much hard. fun. It that's, was. That's absolutely, probably Pat 
your yeah, Halloween Pat party Donahue, shout in 2013? Oh, 13, 12. No, it had to have been earlier because I didn't know. No, I did know Alex. So it was probably 2012. 2012 yeah. Halloween at Pat's house. Yes. Was like the most fun Halloween party I've ever been to. It was so fun. And there's mm-hmm. pictures of me and Ashley playing beer pong. And I know we didn't do well at all. So nope, it makes the picture so much funnier because like we, we are. are like in these crazy positions and have these concentrated faces all in costume with ridiculous makeup. We look like we're about to just nail it. But I yeah. know we lost no, we terribly. Lost. Yeah. yeah we and did the picture win. of me on the toilet says, yes, the demons. Yes. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. She was, uh, she was peeing and she was like, don't take a picture of me. And I was like, and so of course she did. <laughs> but when she posted it, she blocked out, you know, any private areas with a quote that said, yes, the demons. Yes. yes the demons. Oh my God. It was, God, so, it was fun. so fun. Did we end up putting wire in my hair? I think we did when I was married. Yes. Because I don't know how else that stayed up because it yeah. was up. It was very nice. We did. Yeah. That was the first year. I kept my mouth to the side almost all night like Kathy and Ajimi does. Like, I was saying that all night. I, that was the first year I went as Winifred Sanderson. I've gone as Winifred Sanderson every year since. Yeah. Usually she has an amazing costume for it. Well, I keep adding to it every year. It's better and better. So like the first year it was a little bit, it wasn't as detailed. And then I would add something the next year and add something in the next year. And now I even have like my flowy green velvet cape. Like it's legit now. It's so legit. It gets better and better. (laughs) And then with the red hair and then the lipstick only in the middle. Uh Uh-huh. It's just so good. It's wonderful. Yeah, I do that every year just because it's, you have my it. favorite it's, and it's so fun like being yeah. Winifred and just like the poses you get to do it's so good yeah I've been Mary and I've been I was Sarah when I was really little which I asked my mom to send me the picture and she still hasn't sent it yet but I'm hoping I can post it on our social media because I was Sarah when I was like eight or nine and I have this long ratty blonde wig that needed to be <laughs> brushed but I didn't brush it so I have like dreadlock blonde hair I did my own makeup, so I have a huge mole because I tried to do that, like, black beauty mark, but it's taking up half my chin. I put on lipstick, but it's, like, all over my face. I look like the Joker. But Why did I, she let you my, do your own makeup? My mom was just like, hey, um, let her let her be free, you know? Thing. Do your thing. Which I appreciate, Mom. But it's the pictures are funny because I remember in my head as a child thinking, like, I look so pretty. I look just like Sarah Jessica Parker. But I did not. So I hope my mom will send me that picture so I can share with you guys. But it's pretty hilarious. And then my friend was supposed to be Winifred and we were going to go as a team. But she ended up just buying a normal witch costume. So all of our pictures, it's so out of context. I'm dressed like perfectly as Sarah. It's like to a T. My mom made an amazing costume for me. And then she's just next to me in a black dress and a black pointy hat and her face is green. And I'm like, who's Winifred? I was so mad at her. And she was like, sorry, it's like... Oh my god. It's pretty hilarious. What are some other favorite Halloween memories that you have? Oh gosh. I mean, that was like, that's honestly like the tip top. I loved that year so much. But um, I wrote down um, the year that I asked my mom if I could be a brown dog, which sounds so ridiculous, but I was like six, I think. And my mom just always brings it up. Like, I don't know why you had to be a brown dog. And like, why was that your choice? But she stitched me this like beautiful onesie, like all brown, all up and down with dark brown felt spots that she sewed on. And then she filled two like lighter brown socks, I think with like cotton balls and made the ears 
sewed them onto the hood of the onesie and then painted my face. And I'm like the cutest little brown dog. And I just love that my mom spent weeks doing like the dumbest costume that's ever been asked for. Like she could have just been like, here's a brown turtleneck and brown pants. Like, well, now you're a dog. And so I just have like a fun memory of that and just like how like kind my mom was in that moment. So it always brings back fond memories and just seeing the pictures in our photo album at home, my mom like captions all our pictures with a little marker and if you look through it, it's sort of like, the year Lauren asked to be a brown dog. Because everyone's just like, why? She gave me a little red collar that said Lauren on it. Like, it was so That's cute. so cute. And First of all, did your mom make your bunny costume that one year? No, she didn't. Okay. She, no, that was made by someone else. But that costume is hilarious That costume well. is so funny because why? Why? And it's like so <laughs> it's big like an and Easter awful. Bunny I know. Costume. I was on an animal kick for a while. <laughs> it might have been the same year. Like, I might have been a dog and a bunny. Who even knows? Well, but... speaking of dumb costumes, yes, one of my favorite me. Halloween memories was the year when I was, I don't know, I had to have been like eighth grade. I think that's when Scream was really big. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to go as Ghostface, so sure. we got me a Ghostface costume, and my mom, who's awesome, got me, like, a rubber knife, like, a rubber, like, stabby knife. Ooh, that's fun. And she painted red blood all over it. <gasps> my sister that year, who's three years younger, so she's in about sixth grade, uh, or fifth grade, rather, was going as a mouse. Okay. She was an adorable little mouse. She was in, like, this gray little mouse suit with this, like, mouse mask head thing. And you were ghost face. And I was ghost face. But Jamie, my little sister, also wanted a bloody knife. Like, she saw I mine. I mean, that made sense for, you know, the mouse. And she really liked it. And she, was, she cried and wanted it. So my mom got her a rubber knife and painted blood on it. So I went as Ghostface and my sister went as a killer mouse. That <laughs> she was is just a tiny amazing. mouse with a bloody knife. knife. That's such a little sister thing, though. Mm -hmm. Like, if I had seen my sister with a bloody knife as the brown dog, I would have been like, give me a bloody knife. Now I want that. I'm a killer brown dog. But the funniest part is that my sister at the time, and this mouse costume was, like, supposed to be adorable. It was actually kind of frightening, because it wasn't like she painted her cute little face like a mouse. She had this huge, like, rubber mouse head thing on. I know exactly uh, what you mean. my sister, when she was younger, my sister until, like, high school, didn't really speak especially to, like, strangers. Okay. If she was one of those that would, like, if someone asked her something, she would whisper her answer to me, and then I would tell them. Sure. And so during Halloween, when people were like, what are you supposed to be? Because she had a bloody knife. She wouldn't answer. She would just sit there and stare at them. And That's I was like, you're the scariest worse. thing. I'm She's going as that next year. I was going to say, did we do that? <laughs> I'm oh going God. as Killer Mouse next year. She's ten times scarier than you being yeah. Ghostface. She's like a little something silent from the strangers. Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> like, what like, just is this happening? rubber mouse mask, a bloody knife, and like, mm-hmm. silence. <laughs> Staring you in the eye. I probably would have vomited. If, yeah. if I were to see that now on a little kid, I would be like, everyone run for your lives. My mom made Halloween for us every year. She was so wonderful. So did mine. Um, She's so so funny. One year I wanted to go as the Crypt Keeper. Mm -hmm. And at this point I was in like maybe sixth grade, fifth grade. I want to go as the Crypt Keeper. Well, they don't make children's Crypt Keeper costumes because that is a rated R show on HBO. Why are you watching this? But you're a special breed of human, of course. So I wanted to be... Crypt Keeper, so my mom found an adult Crypt Keeper costume and hemmed it so that I could wear the Crypt 
Crypt costume, but she couldn't do anything about the size of the mask. It was obviously an adult size Crypt Keeper mask. Oh my god. So the eye holes hit me like right on my cheeks. So I couldn't see anything. I had to kind of like hold the mask up so that the eye holes could like fall in the right place. I could see. And my mom is so funny. We would get up to the door. She would walk us to the door and we would trick or treating, kind of stand back. And my sister, again, the shy thing that she was, refused to ring the doorbell. Mm-hmm. She didn't want so to she touch stood it. There. She just stood there. So I would have to ring the doorbell, but the problem was I couldn't see the doorbell. Oh my God. And my mom is so funny that she would stand back and she'd be like, higher. A little to the left. Like, she doesn't want to help you. She wants Down. to watch this massacre. little to, and she's laughing the whole time. And I can't, I eventually was like, somebody ring the fucking doorbell. Like, I couldn't see the doorbell. <laughs> um, it was very frustrating. But looking back, I was like, that's hilarious. That My is mom so is hilarious. so funny. And the best thing, uh, oh, ooh, another costume involving my mom so i was in girl scouts were you ever in girl scouts oh yes uh, i hated I it i hated it i hated, I hated it so it. much but my I mom did not made me want do it, to do it. Yep. my mom made me do it like for one year i think i to only try did two and, and then, then i just screamed until yeah, she said i was I could like quit. i don't want to do this and <laughs> no. she was like all right don't <laughs> so i was in girl scouts had to be in like fifth grade and maybe fourth grade and we had a mother-daughter dinner but it was during Halloween, so we decided to make it a Halloween-themed mother-daughter dinner. So every single mother-daughter pair was, like, a princess and a nurse, or, like, uh, a funny clown and a, another princess. Like, yep. that's all it was. Right. I came in my Crypt Keeper costume. Of course. And my mom came in, like, as, like, this undead monster i mean it's just, i i wish i could show you an example of the mask she was wearing it was one of the scariest masks i've ever so seen bad. in my entire life it was so terrifying it was a monster and, you and were she the wore keeper. a um she wore like a, a plaid shirt and um overalls like some of my dad's carhartt overalls nice. and the whole night she wouldn't take off her mask and she wouldn't speak she would only shake her head and nod her head because it scared the shit out of the god kids. your mom does Halloween, right? I, was like, I love it thinking like at the time i was like this is fun but thinking back it's like my mom is so awesome she is I you've can't. told me that story before and i have never even met your mother which i still think is crazy but i it makes me so obsessed with her to hear that story yeah. but yeah my my mom would make our costumes every year so not only that like that was so amazing but her costumes were always so good too because she would always be like a male character like she yeah. just loved to be as gross as possible or like black out one of her teeth so it would be like a hockey player like she was frankenstein one year and at the time, she had really short hair, so she didn't even have to wear, like, a male wig. But was Frankenstein was hideous and wore, like, these huge black platform boots and, like, looked awful. One year, she was a slug. <laughs> and she wore, she, like, painted her face green, put some antennas on, wore a garbage bag, like, over the back of her head and her body, and then had plastic wrap behind her as, like, oh her slime. God. And just, like, she always tried to be the most disgusting thing. And it's that same thing where I look back and I appreciate her so much for... Having that silly sense of humor and never being like, you have to be a princess. Like, she loved embracing the weird and let me be the weirdest things that I wanted to be, which were sometimes creepy, sometimes a brown dog or a rabbit. But, you know, (laughs) she went with it. My mom also, you know this, my mom also would take us trick-or-treating. I mean, not trick-or-treating, TPing. Oh, yeah, you told me that. Not only would she take us TPing, she would go 
buy the toilet paper. She would go to the dollar store. She get had all the, the getaway car, didn't she? She bought, she actually eventually, I mean, I'm sure she didn't buy the van for TPing, but she <laughs> bought like a huge, like full size van when, when we were in grade school because we had sports and she would have to transport like several kids. And during Halloween season, during like uh, beginning of October to like, I guess all of October, she would take the middle seats out just like permanently. Mm-hmm. We just didn't have middle seats because you could pile in all the kids and right. all the toilet paper. And she would literally pull up outside of a house, open the door. She'd like be our lookout and uh-huh. she would wait in the car. And she's like, if I honk my horn or flash my lights, I mean, someone's coming. And like oh we would God. run and like jump and pile into the car. And Joe is just like, you know, Joe's been grounded for TP. I've been before. grounded for TPing. That's why I think and it's so, he's so like, funny. What? My Your mom, mom took you teeping? My mom grounded me for a month for teeping. But granted, it was also because the cops brought me home. It wasn't just like uh, she found out I went teeping. Yeah. A police officer brought me home and was That'll like, ma'am, it. she was destroying property. And like, it was totally just the cop being on a power trip and just trying to like scare us. Because yeah. it was me and like three of my friends. Like they were never going to do anything or press charges. And like we were teeping a football player's house. Like it was all normal. But just like. My mom is just infuriated that she got woken up at 3 a.m. by a cop. By a cop and her daughter with, like, black war paint under her eyes and pigtails, like, Hey, Mom. Hi, Mom. So I got grounded for a frickin' month. And your mom <laughs> drove you around. She drove me around. She loved TPing. I mean, she got excited for it every year. I, and that's we would the mom I want to be. a fan full of kids. Well, also, I didn't think that it was weird growing up, but apparently it is. Our town... Specifically, like Centralia, Illinois, is a teeping town. Everyone goes teeping. Yeah, there were the nights. Oh, really? We got teepeed. Okay, our house got teepeed all the freaking time, and like literally our entire neighborhood, especially during football season, even before I was in high school and like went to football games, every house would be teepeed because just either football players or cheerleaders were going out and doing it. Like it was a very known thing. But my mom still was right. so against it. Bad. We there would be times where we would be teeping, we'd be out teeping, and we'd be like on our way home, like done for the night, and we would pass like Another someone group. we knew yep. with like toilet paper hanging out of the car window and like honk at him and be like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, we'd get home and we would be teepeed by the person that we teepeed that night. Right. Like it was like it was insane. I know. It happened all the time. It was the best. I just hated it though, because that was another punishment. Um my mom would make me clean up our yard. And she's like, these are your friends. When sometimes it was probably was truly a random person. And they just hit like a bunch of houses on our street. But I always got blamed because I had football player friends. And so my mom would always be like, well, Lauren, get out there. Get the bucket. Get the rake. And I'd have to like scrape everything down from the trees. It would take hours. It'd be like soaking wet from dew or rain. It was horrible. <laughs> it was always my job. It was never Julia's. Well, actually, last year, not last year, the year before when I went home for Thanksgiving, I went TPing twice. Two years ago. Nice. <laughs> I would like to it go was as the an best. adult. I miss it. I haven't been since I was like 17. I know. I'm going to try and talk him into going when I'm home next week. You should. Two weeks from now. Face or time. tomorrow. FaceTime me For in. you guys. Wink. Um, so more Halloween stuff. We want to talk about, those are our favorite Halloween memories. Memories. What are your favorite Halloween movies? Not scary movies, Halloween movies. I mean, it could be. I was like, they kind of go hand in hand, but not, I do have some non-scary ones. Um, um, Double Double Toil and Trouble, Mary oh Kate and Ashley, will always be a favorite, no matter how old I get. Come at me, listeners. Don't Come at, at me. me. Um, 
I also love Halloween Town and Halloween Town 2 from the Disney Channel. Those are favorites of mine. I also like Practical Magic, which a friend told me recently she counts as a scary movie. Absolutely not. It's a romance no. drama. Even a little bit of a comedy. But my friend was like, that's a horrifying movie. I can see... I can see where... What's yes, his name? Billy? Spooky. Yeah, no. when... No, that's... Uh, that's Billy Butcherson. When he comes back... Yeah. When the evil guy comes yeah. back as a goat... Like, He's that scene scary. is scary. And his eyes, like, are glowy and crystally. So I get it. But Practical Magic, in my head, is not. So, like, Halloween no. Town... Double Double Toil and Trouble, Practical Magic are my favorites that I would not put in the horror category. Well, and also The Craft, which again, people will call a scary movie, but I don't think so. It's no, like I think it's like a teen, teen thriller. Teen thriller. We'll um, call the it craft. a teen thriller. So I'll, and Hocus Pocus, duh. Hocus not Pocus, even a question. Duh. So I'll lump all that in together, but then, oh, and Beetlejuice. God, I keep thinking of more. Um, scary, I'm just gonna shut up because I'm sure you'll say some of the other ones. Scary movies, Halloween, just because you have to. You Michael have to. Myers. Um, Scream. And now, newly, I'm going to add into my tradition is Friday the 13th because I just saw it for the first time last That's week. That's incredible. I know. I can't believe it's my first time. I just never had the desire. And granted, I still don't think it's like a great film, but I did like it. And I loved Jason's mom. She was so ridiculous yeah, and so wonderful. Mrs. Voorhees. Mrs. Voorhees. So I decided I wanted to add that to my new tradition. And yeah, I just saw it for the first time this year. Oh, and The Ring. I watch The Ring every year. It has nothing to do with Halloween, no. but it's like, it's just my personal tradition because I love me I usually tomorrow. don't watch, I know Friday the 13th is a um, classic. I usually don't watch that. I'm not a huge fan of Friday the 13th. I do usually, even Halloween, I'm not like the craziest Halloween oh, no. fan, but I, watch I, will it out of play it. I will play it like while I'm doing other things exactly. and have the volume Decorate turned up because I love the sounds <laughs> of Halloween, but like I'm not the biggest fan of the movie. The soundtrack alone Classic slash, like that genre, I mean Nightmare on Elm Street is I love it. Incredible. It's love actually it. incredible. I watched it week one of like my scary movie nights yeah. that I host and it got so many giggles from the people who had never seen it yeah, before because they were funny. They're laughing at the special effects, effects and I get it, yeah. but it was so funny how defensive I was of that movie and I didn't know I was gonna be that way, but I was like, Shut up! Freddy's coming! It's serious! Like, it's um, important! I, was I had Joe watch it for the first time this year. He had never seen it, and he was blown away. He was like, I can't believe how good that was. I he was agree. like, yeah, there are some, like, cheesy special effects, there's some cheesy acting. He was like, but the deaths in that movie are insane. They're brutal. The music is so creepy. Girl on the the storyline is incredible. Actually, I have a funny story about that scene. Uh, or no, it's not that scene. It's the scene where, uh, spoiler alert for Nightmare on Elm Street, if you haven't seen it, where Johnny Depp dies. Mm-hmm. Where uh, they basically, the for that scene and for, um, uh, what's her name? Cindy, I think her name is. Yeah, the blonde. Yeah. Did they have to do like They did down? a rotating room. That's what I thought. So the same thing that they do in like Inception and right. Poltergeist. Which and is everything, so cool. Which is incredible. So well done. So... They did a rotating room for that, and for the scene where Johnny Depp dies, basically what happens is he gets sucked into a bed, and then, I mean, gallons and gallons and gallons and gallons of blood shoot out and fill up the ceiling. And yeah, what they, they did is the they turned the room upside down and That's dumped what I it all thought. through. But what happened was they didn't think about the electronics in the room getting wet. So Wes Craven is strapped into the director's chair. Gets turned upside down with the room so he can keep filming and see what he's filming. Dedication. And almost gets electrocuted. 
Jesus Christ. As soon as, I mean, they could, they only had one shot. Yeah. That was done. That was their only shot to get that. It was a beautiful shot. shot. So they did it and like, you could see in the, in the shot in the movie, it starts to like hit the lamps and hit the light fixtures and stuff. Mm -hmm. And right after the shot, it basically like, like blew everything. The sparks were flying everywhere. And then they were out of power for a long time. And Wes Craven was like stuck upside down. Hello, I almost died. Help me. So that was incredible. My favorite Halloween movies, Hocus Pocus, obviously. Um, Trick or Treat. Yep. Is I didn't even put that on my list, but I yes. Incredible. It's I cannot so, believe so how good, good it is. I love it. Oh, I, I need to watch that this year. Yeah, I watched Trick or Treat for the first time. It was added to Netflix, I want to say in like 2010. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where I just like I watched it on my computer, like on my laptop. It was like I didn't <laughs> have anything school. to do. I don't even think it was near Halloween, and I just like was like, "Oh, Trick or Treat is about Halloween. It's got Anna Paquin, so that's right. kind of cool." Which I'll I watch love it. her part. Oh of my that. god! And I watched it, and I like was halfway through the movie, and I was giddy. I was I was like running around the apartment, telling my roommates, "Like, look at this we amazing have to watch film. This. You like, showed it, it to me. So much fun." And I said, now to this day, I usually watch it either, like, that's the first movie I watch, like, October 1st, or it's like I watch it on Halloween, because it Mm. is so perfect. Maybe I'll watch it on Halloween. That's a good call. Because I'm thinking of all the movies I still have to watch and make time for, but Trick or Treat should have, like, a special day. Because I do love it. Um, I also love Halloween 3. Have you seen Halloween 3? I have, but I don't remember. Because I've seen, like... How many are there? Oh, God. I mean, there's... <coughs> including, like, Halloween Resurrection, Halloween H2O, oh, and all those. I don't even those, know. But yeah. Anyway, I think I've seen Eight, about nine. five, but whatever. Well, Halloween 3 is the one that doesn't have Michael Myers in it. Okay. Well, so, yes. what happened was, with Halloween, is that <coughs> the Halloween franchise was just supposed to be... They wanted it to be kind of like, almost like American Horror Story, where each movie is a completely different story. Mm-hmm. So Halloween was going to be about uh, this psychopath Michael Myers who escapes from, you know, the insane asylum and goes after his sister. Yep. Halloween 2 was then going to be about uh, a mask company who puts like microchips in the mask to basically kill a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. Halloween 3 then was going to be about whatever, whatever, maybe vampires. I don't know. Right. That was the original idea. Halloween was so successful that they decided we got Halloween 2, we're going to bring back Michael Myers. Yeah. He's Halloween 2 did not do good because it wasn't wah, a very good movie. Wah. So when Halloween 3, when they decided to make Halloween 3, they were like, let's go back to our original idea and make it not Michael Myers at thing. all. So they tried that, and of course it did horribly mm-hmm. because everyone was like, "Where's Michael Myers?" Yeah, like they were, they were waiting the whole waiting movie for, this for guy. Michael Myers yeah. to come out, that, and he's not in the movie. That would at be all. a disappointment. Like being around during that time when it came out, I feel like it would be like. Uh. I do wish, though, as much as you know, that I think that the Halloween series has kind of taken on their own, you know, thing. I do wish that the original Halloween idea would have been what they went with because that would have been so cool you could have had 10 halloween movies all based on halloween i know with different Different you know themes different characters different that all center around the season so that would have been awesome but you know we got michael myers and that's fine and it was just so successful Mm -hmm. that like if you are 
making the movies if you see the success of the first one, of course. You're yeah, gonna of course like, you're well, going to be like, well, like we that's the reason Michael Friday Myers. the 13th was made was because everyone was like, well, that Michael Myers guy did something right. And that was literally how the idea was born for Jason Voorhees to have his own things. It was like people like slashers, people mm-hmm. like creepy guys. Yeah, people like seeing about. them come back. Even though, and I told Ashley this, well, I don't know if I should say it because it's a spoiler, but it's so old. I didn't know. Spoil it. I didn't know that Jason, I was telling Ashley this, and Ashley was like, are you a person that lives on this planet? (laughs) I didn't know Jason was a paranormal entity. Like a supernatural. Because I'd always paired it with Halloween, because everyone had always said, like, oh, they came out, like, not too far apart from each other. Slasher films were all the rage. So I was just like, oh, Michael Myers is a murderer, and Jason Voorhees is just a murderer. So I'm, like, screaming at the television screen when at the very end of Friday the 13th, Jason comes out of the lake and, like, grabs the girl. Because uh-huh. I'm like, wait, isn't he dead? And everyone else in the room who's in on the story is like, yeah, so? Yes. And I was like, so how did he do that? Um, I don't know. He's like a dead swamp thing. And I was like, yeah, but then, like, how does he murder from now on? And they're like, what do you mean? He just does it. And I was like, oh, is he supernatural? Yeah, he's like a zombie. Yeah. But it was just like, I wish you could have been there to listen to the unfoldings. <laughs> I kept being like, how are there sequels? What? How does he kill people? So did you know that his mother was the killer in the yes, first one? Yes, because, because of, of Scream. Scream. Yeah. That's... It was Jason. It's Jason. It was his mother. <laughs> <laughs> they say it in Scream 4, too. Hayden Panettiere talks about it. Um, But yeah, so I knew that. So I knew she was going to be the killer, but then she gets her head chopped off. Ooh. So I was like, so then I'm sitting there like, how are there sequels? Who does it? And everyone's like, Lauren, he's just like this lake dead kid that puts on a mask. And I was like, okay, now I just needed someone to say he's supernatural, but no one was saying that to me. They were all just like, what don't you get? Yeah. What don't you understand? You and I was like, following this. I'm going to end you. Okay. Uh, a new Halloween favorite again. And it's not, it has nothing to do with Halloween. I just think it is the perfect blend of everything that I love about horror movies. Cabin in the Woods. I love that movie. <laughs> it's so it silly and scary. Scary at parts. It is super gross so at parts. Gross. It is clever. It's satire. It's, it's hilarious. So oh, funny. It's so insane. Uh, it's the perfect movie to watch this time of year i think it is and plus they take the horror movie and they just completely turn it on its head they take the idea of the horror movie and then i was talking to joe about it because we watched it last night i am what i really 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 enjoy about that movie uh is, is very meta in that you can now look at all of the horror movies that came before it, all of the horror movies that came after it, and roll with that same idea mm-hmm. as, like, this is a sacrifice to the gods because they all have the exact same formula. That's they true. They all have the exact same archetypes. They all have the exact same, like, there's always the, you know, they call them the harbinger in the movie. There's always, like, you know, they say, why, why do we put that creepy fucking guy there that is basically wearing a sign that says you will die. Right. Because they have to make the choice to continue to go on. Mm-hmm. And that happens in every horror. Every totally. single horror movie has a moment where you're like, why wouldn't you turn around? Why right. would you why go in you there? Go why would you continue right. living there? Why would you blah, 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 And it blah, makes blah. fun of that in the best way. Uh-huh. But then also, like, just when you think you have this movie figured out, then no. you see, like, kind of every a little, time, like, twist. Yeah. And, like, every oh. time you think you have this movie figured yeah. out, it's like, no, you don't. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, <laughs> yeah, you don't know who is, like, in control, and which I love. What My favorite part, I won't say exactly what happens, is The when, elevators? Ding! Yep! <laughs> it's the 
best. That's my favorite part too. It's the best part. Of the I movie. love that, and I love um, I love a good one-liner. Uh-huh. And in that scene, when she pushes the button, she says, "Let's get this party started," yes. and then pushes the button, Ding! and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And is that the same movie where? One of the characters like tries to be a hero and like drive his yeah it's Chris Hemsworth yeah and then it's just like no. that is the funniest death I've ever that seen. made me laugh harder than I've laughed in a long time especially at a scary movie because it was like dun 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 da it comes <laughs> out of like, no it made me jump because I wasn't ready for it and then I just laughed it is so good it's so good you should watch it I hope we didn't spoil anything for you oh my gosh no. and then It'll finally my last favorite I mean there's a ton of favorite Halloween movies but the one that that I put on here is one that a lot of people probably don't think about. The Guest. I love The Guest. We've talked about it I love The Guest. Times. It takes place during Halloween. There's a mm-hmm. ton of little, you know, like there's a scene where they're carving the pumpkins yes. and like every single scene film. has Halloween decorations in it. And then the finale of the movie takes place in the like school's haunted house, which mm-hmm. is like, where did you get the budget for this haunted house? This is insane. But it's like a haunted like sort of maze. Yeah. And uh, that's where the finale takes place, and I just, I'm It's obsessed. so great. That is a good movie. Also, I really like it. Dan Stevens, with his shirt off, he is, is a beautiful. I watched a pretty garbage film recently, but he was in it, so I partially enjoyed it. Colossal with Anne Hathaway. Have you heard of that? I saw it's the like, trailer, and I was like, this looks like torture. This looks like something that would be used in torture. It was pretty bad. I, I thought it was a very interesting idea of, like, why is she Every time I saw the trailer, to I was like, Anne Hathaway's doing this is, movie to be like, I'm cool, guys. Right, I can really? do weird. I do, like, sci-fi. No, I'm for cool. Sure. Which she's not. But I was intrigued enough that I was like, I want to see. I just, like, I was so curious. I had to know, like, why is this monster attached to her? I didn't understand it. And even at the end of the movie, I was still kind of like, what? Do I get this movie? But Dan Stevens, surprisingly, was in it. I had no idea. I only knew about her and Jason Sudeikis. So he did make it better. His character was kind of annoying, but he just looked he is. great the entire movie. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure Anne Hathaway was pregnant in this movie. I need to look it up. But she was wearing the baggiest shirts the whole time. And I was like, was this a choice by wardrobe? Anyway, so I have lots of things to say. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Hi, guys. Nothing to, to do with Halloween. Um... What are your favorite Halloween songs? Oh, I mean, lots, again, again. But I would say... I, like a, I, I listed I a, way too many movies, so I'm going to... I have an eight and a half hour Halloween playlist. Is it the one on Spotify? Yeah. Okay, yeah. We've listened to I mean, <laughs> Monster Mash is one of my favorites. I oh love to gosh. listen to it while I decorate because... The song has that old school feel like Christmas carols do. So uh-huh. to me, when people play Christmas carols and decorate their tree, I like to play Monster Mash and decorate my home with pumpkins That's adorable. and ghoulie things. So Monster Mash, This is Halloween by Marilyn Manson. Oh my god, I, I forgot that he covered that. This That's so is funny. Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't ever do that. It was awful. <laughs> so This is Halloween by Marilyn Manson. Um, Somebody's Watching Me. I don't oh know my if that's god. a Halloween Somebody's song, but. Watching Me. I love it. I actually sang it in an Insta story recently because one of the spiders I have hanging on my wall in my apartment was staring at me. And then this is a comedy song, Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Werewolf Bar Mitzvah. Mitzvah. Spooky scary. Boys becoming men, men becoming wolves. So that was my top. But again, like there are so many. You go for it. Mine are Werewolves of London. 
Werewolf London. Uh, I love that Very song. Good First song. of all, that's just a good song. Oh, it's good it's any Warren time Zeebar, of year. Yeah. And it's always it's good. just a good song, but also it just very much so makes me think of Halloween. And also, this is so random. I'm not even going to say it. No, I'll say it. Do you Please. remember the old, um, uh, on VH1, I love the 70s, I love the yes. 80s, I love the 90s. I love the 90s. They use that song a lot for different things. And do they? Yes, they do. No, you're probably right. Yeah, and every time I, I that is so nostalgic for me for some reason because I would watch literally if I I had I've seen each one each like series that they did probably nine times each. Yeah, I was obsessed. But if I was at home and I turned it on, no matter where it was, because they would always show them in a row, it'd be yeah. like ten full hours right. of this. Yeah. No matter where it was, if it was on 1980 or 1988, I would watch until the end. Oh, 100 <laughs> percent! I was so addicted. So, to those. That's they would play why. that song. They also VH1 needs to bring those back. Dude, I mean, I don't even have cable, I but I would find a way to watch it. They love those. I just think it's, it's so, so funny good. the commentary that they those comedians. Yeah, that were on all there the were comedians so were so funny. Was it? I love the nineties. Yeah, that, that one. Then I love the eighties. Strikes back. Like when they had yes, the, like, yeah, they always had. The that's sequels. the one that always gets me. I love seventies. Anyway. I don't actually know if that's it. I was just trying to. <laughs> I just want to feel like I belong. Red Right Hand by yeah, Nick Cave. That. Yes, you do. Sing a bar. Um, <laughs> Designed and directed by his red right hand. Oh, yes. You, I only know that song. You say it's it to me scream. like, of course you know it. Well, yes. I know it from that mm-hmm. and because I think you played it while we were doing our DIY. Probably. I love that song. And you were like, remember this song? And I was like, kind of. But then you knew every word. And I was like, all right. Yeah, well, obviously I know every word. No, I do know the words to that song, but not when I have to. Season of the Witch by Donovan. Yes. Love. Love that song. Grim Grinning Ghosts, which is the song from the Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland. Oh, gosh. And also, it was on this disney sing-along vhs that i had when i was little that was all about disney world Mm -hmm. and like you know they had uh it's a small world and it was like a little sing-along and it took you through the ride and then they also had like zippity doodah and it took you through uh splash mountain splash mountain and then they had grim grinning ghosts and it took you through the haunted mansion that was always my favorite one and it was actually quite scary because it had these like creepy trees Mm -hmm. but they were like people in costume with these like crazy eyes and they would like move around it was terrifying my sister actually like couldn't i'll show it to you after this it's fucking scary but they played grim grinning ghost and then the original i put a spell on you (laughs) it's the lauren version what i don't know also, <laughs> that sounded like Barry Gibb. That I sounded know. like it reminded me of Jimmy Fallon yes. in the Barry Gibb yeah. talk show. On the Barry Gibb talk show, talking um, about chest hair. Oh yeah, we should go as Barry and Robin Gibb. Oh, well, now I'm so <laughs> mad you're not gonna be to here this year. That chest is hair. such a good costume. Talking oh, about next year. crazy cool medallion. Or just when you get back, we'll go just out on like back. November seventh. <laughs> Oh, no, that's great. That's a great song. Also, every time... I've already seen Hocus Pocus twice in the last month just because it's great and why not? On Your House is Vibrating. But I... it's kind of weird. 
I realized, like, when Bette Midler sings I Put a Spell on You, like, that whole scene, she's fantastic. Oh, she's wonderful. I know. I've always known that. I've watched this movie since I was little, but you appreciate it more as an adult, and I feel like even as, like, I'm very loosely calling myself a musician, just, like, watching her during that song and her performance, I'm like, you truly are a queen. Yeah. Like, I love it. The other night, I was just, like, on the floor weeping, so I thought she was so great. (laughs) I mean, that whole movie, she's fantastic. Anyway. Anyways. Anywho. That is all the time we have left for this week on Keep It Weird, our special Halloween episode, part one. Part one. Part one. Part one. (laughs) Uh, This week, obviously, we talked about Halloween itself, all of our favorite traditions, all of our favorite uh, memories, memories, favorite songs, movies, movies, etc. All the good stuff. Next week... Halloween Part 2, we're actually going to be sharing with you some very scary Halloween stories, some true stories that took place on Halloween. We've got some Halloween murders, we've got some Halloween mayhem, Halloween spooks, Halloween shapeshifters. We've got a ton of really scary stories for you on next week's Halloween episode. It's gonna be great. (laughs) Technically, it'll come out after Halloween. So oh, yeah, it'll just be true. an extension. Just get of to your enjoy Halloween. it a little You'll get longer. To enjoy Halloween for a couple days more. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Keep It Weird Cast. Do we ever post on our Twitter? Probably not. <sighs> and our Facebook page, Keep It Weird. Facebook Check out, and Instagram. Are yeah, Facebook, Instagram, especially. We're yes. always on Insta. Check out our Patreon page if you want to <laughs> donate to our show or check out some ways that you can get some extra goodies, weekly or monthly goodies. Uh, that is www.patreon.com slash keepitweirdpodcast. And as always, please email us feedback, questions, concerns, personal stories, stories yeah. especially to keepitweirder at gmail.com. doing this for almost an entire year now i guess it hasn't been an entire year for like eight nine ten months now we would stop saying um so much i have to edit out so many um i know i say like and um like a crazy person yeah it's like i it's like it's like like i start my sentences with um but it's like like i was about to say like again (laughs) 